What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. The title of my episode is Stressed, spelled backwards, is desserts. This quote was coined, I guess, in the 1950s, and the author is unknown, although a few people have used it throughout the years. So what does it mean, stressed, spelled backwards, is desserts? Well, if you think about the stressed part, you're looking at a situation from a more negative aspect, so to speak. And then if you read it the other way, desserts, spelled backwards, is stressed. Desserts make you think of something more positive. And really, when you think about it, when you're eating desserts, how can you be stressed when you're enjoying something delicious, something full of chocolate and whipped cream, something that gives you joy? and fills your body with so much pleasure. But when you're stressed, it's hard to think of something that fills you with pleasure, that is bringing you joy, because your whole body is affected by the stress that you're going through. Now, why am I talking about stress? Well, April is Stress Awareness Month in Canada, and it's looking at what causes stress how we are affected by stress, what stress can do to our body, and how we can manage to deal with stress. So there's a lot to think about when it comes to the topic of stress. Now, what exactly is stress? Well, stress can be defined as a state of worry or mental tension caused by a difficult situation. It's a natural human reaction that prompts us to address challenges or threats in our lives. The whole idea of fight or flight. You're either addressing the challenge or you're running away from it. When you're met by a bear, let's say you're in the woods, you're not going to fight the bear. You're probably going to run away. (laughs) So depending on the situation, you're either going to fight through it or run away. And that's just your body's natural response. And it's not even something you can control. It's your body telling you what you need to do. You know, it's the adrenaline that is running through your body. And when you think about moments when you're stressed, you're running late, you're stuck in traffic, and you are agitated. Your heart starts beating really fast because you're panicking and you're breathing fast. It's shallow breath. 
and your blood pressure rises. And what happens at that moment as well is that the cortisol, which is a steroid hormone that regulates your metabolism and your immune system, your cortisol comes to the surface. And all of that is that perfect storm going on in your body over an incident that is fairly minor. You're running late, you're stuck in traffic, you can't do anything about it, and yet your whole body is reacting to the stress. And you know what's interesting about this type of experience is that let's say the traffic starts moving, you get to wherever you're going, you try to settle down, you try to slow down your breathing, but it usually takes about two hours after you've had that stress incident for your body to completely calm, not calm down, I guess, but to dissipate some of those feelings of stress. And so stress can really affect the way our body is reacting and can also affect how it can govern our lives. Now, don't get me wrong, not all stress is bad. When you think about happy occasions such as getting married or having a baby or celebrating a graduation, you're celebrating something special in your lives. And even though you don't think of it as stress, it's more excitement, it's more anticipation, it's planning for those special occasions, it is a kind of a stress in a sense. But it's not one that lasts very long. It's not your heart rate might come up a little bit, but just because you're excited. What's opposite from excitement is fear. So when you again look at a situation, you're either scared to do it, whatever it is, or you're excited. And that changes your mindset. So when you think about stress versus desserts, Stress is more of the negative way of dealing with a situation. And if you think about desserts as a metaphor for something positive, so again, it's based on your mindset. But how do you know that you are stressed? Because people handle it differently. People experience stress in different ways. So if you are easily agitated, frustrated, feeling overwhelmed. You know, I've experienced that many times of being overwhelmed. If you're having a hard time to relax and quiet your mind, you know, you've got the squirrel or the hamster in your head running those little wheels. And if you feel that you've got a low self-esteem, you're feeling less confident, perhaps you're feeling a little lonely, you feelings of depression, it can really affect your mental state and in return can, again, affect your body. Now, I want to share my experience with stress. So January this year, actually, it was officially January 16th, I noticed that I had some itchy spots on my back. You know, sometimes you get a little itch and you're trying to scratch it, but you can't quite reach it. And so I remember I was, you know, trying to scratch against a a wall or a corner. And it was really bothering me. It was really super itchy. And I asked my husband to 
take a look to see what was back there. I didn't know if it was a pimple or I didn't know what it was. And he said, I noticed that you have some spots on your back, which I thought was really strange. So I called my doctor to make an appointment. And uh, the receptionist said that there wasn't an appointment available until later that week. And I thought, well, I, I can't wait until later the week. So I decided to go to a walk-in clinic. And I went to see a, a doctor there and I showed her my spots. And she said, well, it doesn't look like it's bed bugs. And I don't know what it is. It doesn't look like it's contagious. But here's a prescription for this cream, which should help with the itching. So $80 later, <laughs> I, I got a prescription for Fusidin, which is a hydrocortisone and antibiotic cream. And I started putting that on. Actually, I, I couldn't because my it was in my bag. So I had my husband putting it on. And then over the next couple of days, I noticed that I was getting more spots. And so by this time, I'm really concerned. And I went to see my doctor. And so she was looking at it and she said, well, I don't know what it is, but let's see if we can send you to see an allergist to determine maybe you're allergic to something. Maybe it's a reaction to something, which to me sounded very plausible. I mean, you know, you don't know that you're allergic until you eat or drink something and then you have that reaction. And one of my students was doing a presentation on persuading us to do something. And her presentation was to persuade us to replace our pillows. And when she showed pictures of the dust mites, so she was talking about the dust mites that basically feed on our dead skin and can actually bite us, that they live in pillows, they live in mattresses. And her recommendation was that we change our pillows, which I think you're supposed to do every so often. I'm not sure how many years, but if you've had your pillows for more than five years, maybe it's time to replace it. I know with mattresses, they say 10 or 15 years, but I digress. So she showed pictures of what her skin looked like after dealing with dust mites. And I said, oh my gosh, that's me. And so I was positive that I was dealing with dust mites. So I got rid of all my pillows and then I realized, no, it wasn't that. So I finally got an appointment to see an allergist. And by that time, the spots had spread and I was still using Fusidin and it was super itchy. And my daughter, uh, who's a nurse, suggested that maybe I should start taking Claritin. It's a sort of an antihistamine, help deal with the itching. And so I started taking Claritin in the morning. And so when I went to see the allergist, I, th I thought for sure I had hives now. So I sat down and I told him what I was using. And he asked me, he says, okay, well, have you noticed a difference? And I said, well, the itching has stopped, but I haven't noticed any difference in the spots. And he said, well, you don't have hives. Okay, so what do I have? Well, he said, I'm going to recommend that you go see a dermatologist who can then figure out what's going on but didn't suggest that I should get any testing done. So I thought, okay, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> so now I'm waiting 
to get an appointment to see the dermatologist. Meanwhile, my spots have spread. I still don't know what's going on. So I remember telling someone about the fact that I had all these spots and they were all just my upper body. And the first thing she said was, it's from stress. Okay. So I didn't think I was stressed. You know, I'm doing the same thing that I've been doing now for several months, but I guess my body thought otherwise and decided to give me a wake-up call. So now fast forward to a session that I had with some girlfriends. We're sitting around and we were talking about burnout. You know, what happens when you are so stressed that your body basically shuts down and you cannot continue any longer without some sort of intervention. And my friend was talking about how it was so severe that her joints ached. She just wasn't herself. And she spoke about going to see a naturopath who then did some analysis, helped her determine what was going on, and as a result, started her on her journey to healing. Now, I had never considered going to see a naturopath because I thought my doctor gives me what I need. And so I decided that I would make an appointment and see a naturopath. So I met with Dr. Nicole Pander from Fortify. And during our first session, she was asking me questions, you know, okay, so, you know, what are you doing? What are you involved with? Started talking about different things. And then she asked about my previous fall, you know, what was going on last year? So I started telling her, well, November, I had laryngitis that lasted for about a week. I talked about how I was teaching four courses that fall. I was doing my coffee advent calendar. I was still teaching Zumba. And I forget what else I was doing, but I was doing a lot. And she said, okay, that explains it. You were doing so much. And then with your laryngitis, basically you were draining or affecting your immune system to the point where early January, January 16th, my body decided to show itself and exhibit the effects of the stress that I was going through. And when you think about your skin being the largest organ, yep, my skin was saying, here you are, here's your stress. And so we were talking about what can I do to manage this and what exactly is it? And so she said, it seems like it's a form of psoriasis, which is an autoimmune condition. But again, nothing conclusive. So she said that she wanted me to go for some blood tests because I had some blood tests earlier that showed that everything was fine. You know, there was nothing out of the ordinary. But she thought that getting a blood test with some autoimmune markers might shed some light on exactly what is going on. So I had the blood test done. And yes, the marker for autoimmune was high. And based on the type of spots that I have, because psoriasis is usually red patches. It's, it's a big patch of red and there's some flaking going on. Mine were not patches. Mine were spots that resembled measles or chickenpox, which I knew I didn't have that. And she said that 
to her, it seemed that I had what's called guttate psoriasis. So now, how do I treat this? What can I do? Because it's just getting worse. So ways that I have to deal with it is an anti-inflammatory diet. So when she showed me the list of foods that I should either reduce or eliminate from my diet, I started laughing and I said, well, that's a lot of what I eat and drink right now. And so having to make those dietary changes was a big deal because now I had to think about what foods are affecting my body. Now, I still don't know if I'm also allergic to anything because I haven't had a chance to get any allergy testing done, but going on the anti-inflammatory diet is definitely going to help reduce the inflammation in my body and help to boost up my immune system. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now let's get back to the show. So in addition to an anti-inflammatory diet, which is basically the Mediterranean diet, so fruits and vegetables, although certain fruits and vegetables are not recommended, so the nightshade vegetables, mushrooms, peppers, strawberries even, no white potatoes, corn, even bananas, of course, no alcohol. She had mentioned eliminating coffee and I said, okay, hold the phone. (laughs) You're not... You're not eliminating my coffee, but I agreed to reduce my consumption. So I have two cups of coffee in the morning and that's it. So, okay, let's deal with that. So in addition to the anti-inflammatory diet, I'm taking fish oil, which is the omega-3s, which I really need to help my body again deal with the inflammation. She also suggested ways of coping with the stress. Meditation, sitting quietly, breathing, especially box breathing. You know, where you breathe either for a count of four or eight, where you inhale for four or eight, you hold, exhale, and then hold at the bottom, and then repeat. So you're slowing down your system by doing this breathing. She also suggested that I listen to binaural beats, which some people refer to as either white noise or brown noise. And there's different types of beats depending on what it is you're looking for. So if you're trying to relax, perhaps before going to bed, or you're listening to something in the morning that is giving you more of those positive vibes, I've started doing that. I've started to do more yoga because yoga, yes, It's about poses and stretching and being 
more in a relaxed state, but yoga is also about breathing. It's about slowing things down because there's no such thing as fast yoga. (laughs) So it's again, slowing things down. It's also journaling, writing down your thoughts. When you talk about being agitated or frustrated and overwhelmed, which I have been and still am occasionally, depending on what's going on. And when you think about stress again, the fact that I have these spots on my body that are itchy and they hurt, it's stressing me because I don't want them. (laughs) I don't know how to get rid of them except do the work. And I don't know how long it's going to take for this to clear up. When I was reading about this type of psoriasis, it says that it usually clears up in a few weeks. Well, it's been more than a few weeks. (laughs) It's been three months and I don't see it clearing up anytime soon. So I'm not sure if this is going to be now a chronic situation where now I might have to go and take medication. But on the positive side, because you know there always needs to be the positive side of things, I do have my appointment with a dermatologist in May. And I'm hoping that they can shed some light on what's going on, perhaps taking a biopsy of some of my spots, because some of them are a little flat and flaky, and others They look like a pimple, but I know they're not. So I'm not even going to try and squeeze that. And so taking a biopsy to determine, you know, what is going on and maybe prescribing medication cream. You know, I've tried different creams, you know, I was using the Fusidin and then I was on steroid cream. And now I'm using a cream by Eucerin that is for eczema, but eczema, psoriasis, rosacea, They're all skin conditions that are part of an autoimmune issue. And so I thought, well, can't hurt. And it also recommends, uh, when I was doing a more reading into psoriasis, that you hydrate both inside, so drinking more water, so you're hydrating from the inside out, and you're also hydrating your body. So I was using Lubiderm, now this this cream by Eucerin, the Fusidin for my spots because that helps with the itching taking oatmeal baths. You know, there's collodial oatmeal, not not the oatmeal that you eat, (laughs) that helps to soften your skin, helps to soothe your skin. And it's your body. Your body's reacting. And sometimes it's what's going on in your gut. So the anti-inflammatory diet will help to eliminate what's going on in your body. So stress. Let's get back to stress. Let's think about how we can reduce the stress and maybe taking a look at our schedules. Because when I look back at what I was doing in the fall, yeah, I was busy. Yeah, I was doing a lot. But during that whole time, I didn't think of myself as being stressed. And yet, in the past, when I've gone on a vacation, You know, so when I was working full time and teaching Zumba and, you know, doing all the things that I was doing, when I went to Mexico with my husband and my body started to relax, I always got cold sores. 
Because now my body is saying, okay, you were in a state of stress this entire time. Now you're relaxed. And guess what? Here's your cold sore. <laughs> you know, so thinking back to moments in the past where I've had several bouts of laryngitis, I've had shingles. And so now I have psoriasis. So it's a wake up call for me that I can't continue to ignore the signs that I need to do something about my stress. It's a change in lifestyle. It's reducing the load on myself. It's letting things go. It's taking more time for myself. You know, I started to go to Resana, which offers red light therapy. And I was doing some reading about that. It, it helps to actually heal your body from within. So Resana, yoga, breathing, binaural beats, more baths, slowing down, taking more time for myself, less social media scrolling, because let's face it, some social media posts are positive and joyful. Others, you know, you start comparing yourself and you start thinking, well, I wish my life was like that. And so now you're on the negative side of things versus the positive, stressed versus desserts, if you want to think about it that way. So I don't know how long this is going to take, but I just have to keep doing the work keeping more of a positive mindset, thinking about the positives, the steps that I'm taking to improve my situation. And if it ends up being more of a chronic situation, well, I'll deal with that too, because I have no choice. I have to think about it in a way that, what can I do to make my life healthier, happier, and find that joy in what I'm doing. I want to say that I'm grateful to my doctors, to Dr. Nicole Pander for being with me on my journey, to my friend Cheryl, who shared her story of burnout and her experience dealing with the naturopath, and my friend Janelle, who suggested that I visit Dr. Nicole Pander. So until next time, think about your schedule. Are you doing too much? Are you stressing yourself without realizing it? Is your cup filled each day or is it being depleted? Take a moment to check in with yourself. Is there something going on in your life where you can reduce the stress? Can you incorporate breathing, yoga, journaling, meditation, listening to binaural beats? And if you are experiencing any physical symptoms or mental health symptoms, talk to someone, visit a doctor or a naturopath if that works for you, and think more about desserts versus being stressed. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. 
Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.